0: Hello podcast, I haven't been on here for a while, I've been so busy, you know, but this episode is going to be about growth and pressure and addiction, it's going to be about overcoming addiction in a bit of a way, so I think my last episode was in July and July is like April, wait my bad, August, September, so about almost four months ago because my last episode was um, almost three months ago I think. Yeah, because my episode was, like, the end of July, but um, that last episode I made, I don't know, I liked it it very, like, I liked it it so much, I know, it just just made me feel happy to do, you know, what I like to do, but that was around a time where, like, I was out of work, you know, I was relaxing, so I was just, I at home, you know, relaxing and know, I just felt kind of free, but I did feel smothered because I had so much time I had. But I had this nice dude I was dating at the time. And he was so sweet. Like, I don't know. He was very sweet. Like, his type of sweet to call you and just go on the phone with you. Like, he, like, if I was sad, he he seemed like he would know. I could do anything to him, he, he still cared about me. But on July the 19th, it's like I don't know, something just happened to me. Like I was this is gonna be about upcoming addiction. I was prepared to be celibate on July nineteenth. I was so prepared, you know. I'm just speaking on why I have been on here. But I was so prepared to be celibate, you know. That that day, like okay, I was last time I had sex is probably like the twentieth of that of June, so I was like, it was already the 19. I'm just like, maybe, you know, the guy missed me, you know, he just not want to have sex. And I'm not going to beg anybody to have sex. Even though I have addiction, I just feel better, you know. Because the guy I was talking to, we were, like, talking. We didn't, like, have sex yet or nothing. And he was so sweet, and I could tell he really liked me. So it was, like, you know, not a rush to have sex or not a rush to, you know. But unfortunately that night, like, I don't know what got into me. Unfortunately that night, I ended up you know, caving into pressure of two people, you know. And I'm not blaming nobody. This is about taking accountability for what I do or what I did. This is about like how situations like how you less like how you shouldn't let situations mess up, you know, what you, you shouldn't let situations mess up. You know, what you have planned or what you what you know you should be doing, you know, or you know. So, unfortunately, that, like, later that night, you know, I let my over, like, sexualization of how I feel about myself take over. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you feel so ugly, like, when you feel so ugly for so long, and nobody calls me ugly, this is crazy. I can hear I'm pretty so much, but I just I just don't like my face, you know? When somebody calls you ugly, like not somebody calls you, when you when you feel so ugly for so long, or you feel so like trapped and depressed and all that, it's like you have ways that you, that, that get you out of feeling suppressed. And for me, before I had, you know, had ever had sex, I used to like, movies would make me feel good, like Disney Plus movies, you know, like, being by my little brother would make me feel good, my little cousin, you know, that would make me feel good. I would be happy. I would be like, you know, I'm just crying because I just got so much on my mind. But, you know, that would make me happy. My my family, like, you know, my, but specifically my two brothers and my little cousin because it used to be so fun. I was happy. That was like my high, like, just eating snacks. And mind you, I was just 19, but I was like, you know, just happy. But it's like, after I had sex, I, I ain't moved to my mom's house. I say, three months after I had sex, and I was good. Like I had sex with nobody else. I was great. But it's like when I did again in January, it's like I just started jumping, and you know, I was just feeling so over sexual, like over sexual and hyper. And it's like I had caught a high for it. And like I wasn't doing it with everybody, but I was doing it so much. You know, if I liked somebody, usually when I used to like somebody when I before I had sex. I wouldn't just, you know, give to sex, you know, sexual urges. But it's like now I get to the point where I do, and that can control your mind. Now, back to July, I was, it was horrible. Like, after that night, it's like I didn't feel the pain. Like, okay, after that night, I felt it so, I don't know, numb to everything, and I just started doing other things. So I'm going to skip back to me now. So I'm in school right now, and, like, I'm failing because I. this is me taking accountability for me because I'm failing because I, how can I say this, I put things over certain things, like I stopped doing these podcasts and they helped me out, I stopped writing poems, that helped me out, I stopped doing so much stuff because I had that, I have that feeling that I, I'm ugly in my head and I and that feeling, believe it or not, it takes over your mind. Like, insecurity takes over your mind. So, what I'm trying to say is, my cat's in the bathroom crying, so I'm sorry if you guys hear him. Um, but he just beats very loud, and I don't be having time for it. Um, but, yeah, when you got the insecurity, and, like, the insecurity just sits in your brain. Like, it takes over your whole brain, and it's hard for you to function. Like, I think I have a mental disorder. I don't know. But when you, when you, like, it's crazy. It's like I feel so ugly and I have a lot of loneliness with me. And it's crazy because I thought after me, you know, being a very, I started to become a very open person. I started, you know, being like I am. It don't matter who I'm around or who I'm with, I still feel lonely. So I feel like that's why I'm so attached to the high, you know, that I try to get on. My cat's so loud, but anyway ginger cats crazy but um that's why I think I'm so attached to the high you know that I get on but this is gonna be about me now yeah my grades are horrible you know and you know I don't live with my family so I've been like everything so much like I've been drinking or smoking but I feel this train is so loud. I'm sorry guys I feel so trapped, you know? So, this is gonna be about an event that happened to me. And like, I was, I'm gonna say September. So much going on, I'm sorry. But I'm gonna say September was a good time for me, you know? The beginning, I would say September was a good time for me because, you know, I was like, I was, I told myself, it's so freaking loud, bruh. But I told myself, I bet if I was recording, this would not be, this train would not be passing. But, anyways, I had told myself in September, I was like, because the guy, okay, I messed with a different guy, you know, in August or something. So, I stopped talking to him, I completely, like, I was proud of myself cutting it off because I didn't like the way I was being treated, you know. I feel like I had caught on to every situation I had would be sexual and you know at first only being sexual made me feel you know whenever I'm pretty or it made me feel happy but I started to realize s- there must be something wrong with me if it's only sexual and, and I feel like this you know but and again I have to remember I have I have been through a lot. Like, I did people the same way I'm getting done right now, you know. And I just want like, to, like, say sorry to them people so bad, you know. It sounds like I'm rapping, but I'm not. I'm just letting you guys know about, you know, mental health and insecurity. So, um, I would say in September, I was finally like, okay. I was like, I'm going to be celibate, you know. I'm going to focus on me, you know. But I met this guy, you know. Literally, right, right. The next day, I'ma say, yeah. The next day, right when I had my mind to be celebr, it's, it's crazy. Cause I feel so dark now. Like my whole life feels so dark. My grades are horrible. I feel so sad. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's like I can't get out of my head. I feel so drained and lazy, and you know? I'm losing so much weight. But it's like I was so prepared to, you know, be more. I was happy. Like my life didn't feel gloomy. I would just watch my Vampire Diaries. Be like, well, gonna get on Facebook. And, you know, you know. I was prepared to just be sad to be happy. Uh, it's crazy because <laughs> I think I was, last time I had sex was, I would say, a month. Yeah. I would say it was going to be August. It was I would say it was like August the 14th. That was probably the last time I had to sleep with anybody else, you know. So, mind you, it's like September to something, like September the, 14, you know, when I start talking to this other guy. And you know, my problem that I do is I put like I was I put people, you know, I know I'm insecure, I know I shouldn't even talk to anybody. I put people in charge of my happiness. I only would feel happy when he takes me. I only would do my work when he takes me or when we've seen each other or when, you know. And when the energy stops coming in, it feels like you're so trapped, and you feel so gross and ugly, and you also feel like you have to live up to the standard, or you don't, or you check too much on what they're doing, or, you know, invest too much, but, yeah, I met this guy, whatever, um, and I didn't think that would ever and it's crazy, because I was happy when I met him, like, I'm like, you know, he seemed like he really liked me, and he seemed and he was the type of guy I liked. like, like, he was just my type of guy, you know? So, I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip. Um, what can I say? Yeah, so this is how I knew I would like them because I didn't even want to have sex with him. I, I thought he didn't want to have sex either. I'm like, this could be a great, you know, start of something. But of course, things happen. So, we had sex. And after that, it's just like, my happiness depended on this one person. And that just trapped me. I need to say, I started to feel so suicidal when you can feel the shift in differences when, after you sleep with somebody, you know, and when it's, when the difference is drastic, like, because you notice everything, it just makes you feel so insecure and sad, and you feel like, well, only sex is the way you can be, you know, talk to the person, da-da-da, but I started to realize when I took a break from him, like, for a week, because when we would be on and off texting, like, I would have double text him, and it just hurted me. So we took a break for, like, a week. And I'll tell you, that week I wanted to kill myself so bad. I was at work crying. It was horrible, you know. But we started talking again, you know. It made me feel happy. But All I got to say is don't go against you, what you, you are bound to do, like, what you... If you're in a good fucking like, if you're in a good my bad curse. If you're in a good space, don't comprom- don't compromise that for somebody. And you get know what I'm saying? Don't compromise your morals because you think somebody likes you. Unless you, unless you set boundaries. My problem, I don't set boundaries. I just go with the flow. I'm like, you know that. I, but needs to say I don't set boundaries, especially when I like someone. Especially when I think you know, I feel like my loneliness. My loneliness takes over and. I I can't blame him or anybody else. My loneliness takes over and it just causes me to go through these events for no reason. I've been like I feel like I've been through so much. But I gotta realise I didn't really know him and I gotta get over it. But I like most of the talking. But it's like you can tell when it's no energy. When it's what the relationship's about or where the friendship whatever. I'm gonna just call it a friendship. It's about Well I'm just here to say don't let, you know, that take over don't don't let that take over and don't let suicide take over your mind because i used to think like you know people say you don't care was somebody it's not even about that it's about somebody was your last straw you feel like to you know reality or you know now i feel so shitty and me i'm still text but it's not about the texting or seeing somebody it's like once you realize that person's not really into you or not really thinking about you, like you're thinking about it hurts, you know? I just, i just been very depressed, and i just been very, like, down, you know? But this app, like, this podcast really helps me feel better, you know? I'm. This is about taking accountability for your actions. Don't put yourself in a situation. Respect your boundaries and do what you should do because I'm failing, you know, because... I had a midterm, and I lay crying about him. Some other midterm, I missed it. Not missed it, I did it, but I missed the Dropbox. Then they set the Dropbox out again, and I was at work. And it's horrible, like, because I just still turned it in, but, like, it was late both times. And, you know, my feelings are so vague towards, like, me. Like, I can't put it onto him. Because when somebody shows you who they really are or not who they really because he's such a good person, when somebody shows you you know they not for the same you, you shouldn't have forced them on somebody, you shouldn't be you know, especially you know the relationship's only sexual relationship, or even though they told you it's more you you know vibes. I just wish I could tell myself just not to do a lot of things that I did in the past because i'm I' fallen into such deep depression, you know I messed up so many people you know relationships and I can't expect stuff to go good for me, you know. This is just me taking accountability. This is just me venting, you know. I haven't been on it because I've been very, you know, hurt. And I've been trying to overcome this feeling of suicide and depression, and I don't self-harm or anything. But it was a moment where I text him on his phone message, and I didn't think he was gonna reply. And he took like, Four hours apply But mind you I'm in like the one hour mark Now I'm in the two hour mark And i see seem You know Active and posting And I'm hurt But Mind you Like I shouldn't put Me My securities or To somebody else Even though they told me They want to be with me When you feel You can tell They want to be with you You sending a long message Is only A way of saying This is why I write This is why I started writing In my journal What I wanted to tell them So I wouldn't You know Feel like I ruined something I want to feel like I put them onto them you write a long message, you know, you, you want him to say something. You get what I'm saying? You write a long message, you want the person to say something, he or she. You want them to say no, da da And that's what he usually would do, you know? Well, that's what he did. But pause. This is my me one time, like, this is one time where I first, you know, lost my stuff, my V-card. I had sent, you know, him a message. And it, he even text back for, like, two hours. And I was at work, I would say two or. Probably not even two hours. I would say it was one, but you know, he didn't text me back like he usually do. We text like he texts me so quick, like he didn't text me back like he used to do. And I started making a big scene at work, like I cried. Like I I like what's fucked up. My auntie he came to got me. My auntie, my little brother, I went home crying. Like I went in car. I seen the car, I was the car crying my eyes. I was like I was just I wanted to kill myself and I and I let the alone though, you know. He can't. he ended up coming back, but that's the story, like I stretch stretch long. I feel like, like we didn't talk for nineteen days Mind you, he took my gym, Like we didn't talk for so long today. I left him on. Like he takes me back, and it was when I wanted. And I respect myself more. I feel like now I got to the point of so insecure. I don't set boundaries with myself. You know, you can't force insecurity to somebody. When you send that long message, you're wanting them to say something. When they don't say something, you want it hurts you more. I'm not gonna say silence the answer, but I say, reap what you sow. Sow what you reap. Like. If you can feel or if you know the vibes or something, don't sit here and type up a whole big thing and expect the person to care like you care. But everybody's different, you know, especially after sex or after whatever. People are different. So back to when I sent that long paragraph. This is when, when I sent that long paragraph, and he didn't text back for like two hours or whatever, I think, three hours, I don't know, but he was active on every, like on stuff, not everything, I was just say on stuff. I made me a hot bath, you know. And I sit in and I cry like a baby. I cry. You know, I was like, you know, at least you show me. But really when you say at least you show me, you no, know, you're not right. You're waiting for that thing because or you're not waiting for that thing, like it's both. I was like, If you don't ever if you don't ever text me back, at least I know and i am crying get over it. But that's me trying to get pity for myself. That's me trying to get trying to have a story to tell somebody, like, Wait that this why it didn't work out. And it really didn't work out because you don't love yourself. He didn't care about you, you no. knew. You knew what you got into. It didn't work out because you don't respect boundaries. You don't say boundaries for yourself. It didn't work out because you, you, it's so insecure that you treat yourself like you're such a little person. You give yourself away so much. So don't send that big paragraph, you know? I was in the bathtub. Mind you, the bathtub was so hot. Like, I love my water. I was in the bathtub and I laid down, like, I put my whole head, like, my body's long, so I'm just gonna, just gonna say, I put my whole face in it, like, my hair and everything. And I was just contemplating. And mind you, it wasn't just over him. It was because I just felt so little insecure. And I was like, the text shows me nobody cares about me. I'm attaching what I'm sending him to all my other trauma. And that's not fair to the person. That's not fair to you. You can't force it onto somebody. So anyways, um, I'm just going to skip. I'm just in the bathtub, you know, thinking, thinking. And I'm put my face up. And I'm just thinking, like, man, what the fuck? You know, hurt? But I was just like, it's whatever. So, I got out of the bathtub after, you know. I was in there for a little while. But I ended up getting out there, and I'm just, you know, thinking and looking in the mirror. So, tell me why. When I'm just chilling, you know, whatever. I'm like, well, da-da-da. he texts me. And my whole world just brightened up when he texts me. And I him, I ended up seeing him a couple days after that, too. Like, he, but the energy was so off. But I still was like, my vibe was so happy. I was, a feel alive. You can't let somebody control. You can't put... You can't put your insecurities onto somebody. That person shouldn't have to feel bad or shouldn't have to... You know what I mean? Also, you should respect your boundaries. You shouldn't let nobody run over you, but respect your boundaries. If you respect yourself, shit wouldn't happen like this. That's why I try to tell myself. But I'm going to be over here posting more. I'm going to post after because I saw the other after. I'm going to post my after review for after, every after, I think. Or after, every after, something like that. The last one that just came out. but most recent one, I mean. And this is just me to tell everybody just be happy, don't, you know push about and your body aside side for somebody because you know, and I also say I can do, I say do what you feel like you can do like I can do, I thought I couldn't do meaningless sex but I couldn't, you know it just, don't if you can tell, like if somebody's telling you they want to be something with you and you it ends up you know, just being sexual don't sit, sit in a situation waiting around, you know thinking, oh, no, no, I'm just going to no, know because you're going to get hurt more in the future. Like, I'm still chatting with him, but I'm saying I, I, I grew out of the, like these days I've been just thinking, like that week I had a break from him. I grew out of the, you know, I'm blaming him or he did this. Nobody takes advantage of you. You decide to lay down or whatever you do, boy or girl, do what you do most of the time. I'm just saying don't force nobody to care Cause that, that pain will creep up on you and you, they will take over your life. Now my focus is just to, you know, buy my car. I just go to work, and get my grades up. This, I'm just gonna try to be celibate now and focus on me, you know. Don't never let anybody have control over you that much. Or don't never try to blame somebody for why you feel like this. You can't force somebody like you, you know? And I've been through so many situations like this with so many guys and this, he's only the second one I feel so deeply about like this, so it hurts. But in the day, me, like, being, you know, missing work, being late to class, missing class, not going you know, not eating and shit like that, wanting to die, I shouldn't let this take control of me. I should have disrespected my celibacy, you know, and I should have just did that. But I'm going to say this. I. I'm just here to say mental health is hard, and insecurity is so fucking hard, and loneliness will rot your brain. Like, every time where I would just feel like I I would talk to three guys at once just to feel, like, alive. Like, you know, I just try to get back to myself. I'm just focusing school, buying a car, and work. Don't don't never. If you know you can handle stuff, don't never go through it, you know? Because I've been through. I feel like I could have respected this. This is thing I'm going to say. Cause I'm not going to blame anybody for my actions. I could respect the situation more if I would have been told from the start it's just going to be sexual, you know? Because I, I, I didn't have, you know, one I stand before. So I know how stuff gets. And the one I stand, I actually end up liking them. But I knew what it was. And I was like, it was just kind of a fun little thing to happen. But I know it does suck if, you know, somebody tells you something. And it is when like I go in that way that they say, you, you still can't say that they use you. Only you can say is it made you stronger, you know? And if you still feel like champion the person, that's nice, but don't ever try to text them big messages when you know how it goes. I sent like two messages. One week I sent one message. The next week I sent another one, and he he would text me back late each time. But in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm gonna let this go. No, that's you being selfish. That's you trying to force the person to pick. that When the person shouldn't have to, you know, feel that way because. They manipulate like, you, that's powerful on their end, but you knew they were real. The like, only reason you ever caught them out was because they were ignoring you. And that's why I held myself accountable for it. When he wasn't ignoring me or when he wasn't, you know, slow text me, I would never see nothing like that. It's just like when you feel like you lose somebody, you can't throw, you feel insecure onto them. I mean, you can't throw that onto them. I feel like I would just wish a lot of times I would have left situations alone. Quietly, or not quietly, I would say sake i wish i could have just told him in person like just let me know nah, nah, nah. and we could end it like that or you know or i could have come over text while we were in a place and then that would be me leaving the situation or you can't just if that's about the care like you care you can't just put stuff onto people my thing is love yourself don't don't cross boundaries no matter if you think you're missing out on shit, you're not that's all i gotta say i'm gonna start posting more <laughs>